Welcome to the Mike Davis Show. It is Monday, December the 11th, and do we have a show for you? We have all kinds of amazing things. We have the voice of the jackets with us, but most importantly, it's Welcome Back Day. What? Amanda, welcome back to the show. Hey, everybody. Doesn't she look good? Nah. That's what happens when you don't have to do the podcast with me for two weeks. You feel so much better. Mike, Mike looking good is a relative term but compared yes. to the two of us. She hell, yeah, she don't, hell yeah, she looks she good. She looks amazing. Hell yeah, she looks Boy, good. Way to pick a day. I have Casey in here and it's me in here. And you pick that day to come in and look good, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. We didn't have Clay in. We didn't have anybody that was attractive yeah. and pretty. So we just, you know, so you just had the two Clay of was going to be here. Sorry, ladies. I yes. took Clay's spot. Well, what, what a great segue, by the way, that yes. uh, I've got a face for radio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When they put cameras in here, I was like, oh, this gig's up. <laughs> This is the end of this gig. It's a good thing it's your building. All right, we got to make a little bit of money, so Mm -hmm. let's do a couple of reads. Uh, Powell Heating and Air Conditioning, they've been serving St. Augustine for over 40 years. Uh, They are dedicated to customer service, and it's evident in everything they do from the moment they answer your call until the time they leave your home. They're working to make sure you're comfortable and confident about the care and service you receive from Powell. They've got a fleet of over 10 trucks and a 15,000 square foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment, and they're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That includes nights, weekends, and holidays. Powell Heating and Air Conditioning, 904-794-2665. I tell you, you got to have a friend in the heating air conditioning because it's hot and then it's really cold and we're getting ready to get into really cold. So make sure that AC unit's working. The weather's got multiple personalities, but you know who doesn't have multiple personalities? The team at South State Bank. They are a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine, State Road 312, State Road 16, and The Beach. Or you can check them out on their website, southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. Also, A. Bear Kresge & Associates, they are a full-service local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top-level service in the areas of tax compliance and planning for businesses, individuals, estates and trusts, audits and reviews and other accounting services, business valuations, forensic analysis, and litigation support. You can reach them at 904-460-0747 or online at abearkreskycpa.com. And land title of America, whether you realize it or not, when you refinance the sale or purchase of a home, there's a title company involved. Don't get stuck with some out-of-town title company who doesn't give a crap when you're faced with challenges. Stay local and choose land title of America, just call or text Stephen Collins, 904-501-4481. He specializes in all types of real estate transactions. Land Title, your local title company, insuring America's land one title at a time because... Because they give a crap. Yes, they do. They give a crap. And they're local guys and they're wonderful people Mm -hmm. in this community. So, yes. Speaking of wonderful people in the community, let me talk to Amanda for just a second. (laughs) Casey, welcome back to the show. Mike, it's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, uh, But I just want to make a comment that uh, I was Billy Abear's second client, uh, yes, uh, and and behind his dad, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I mean going back to when he was at Flagler College, yes, as an accounting major, 
and I'm still with them. So there's got to be something for that, right? There's got to be for it. Uh, yeah. l- longevity, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 maybe it's because he knows my secrets and I don't want anybody <laughs> else to know them, but there is something to be said for He's that. He's played basketball with you a long time. A long time. <laughs> he knows where the bodies are buried in your, in your athletic time. career. A long time. Now, listen, I, I, had, I, I called you this morning. I appreciate you coming on the air. Um, and I, I didn't realize Amanda was going to make it today. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very happy to have you back. And, and Do you have an update for our... Um, yeah, um, so I've been resting a lot. I've only gotten out of my pajamas, I think, three times since my surgery. So while I'm the only woman on the 904, we are currently uterusless again. Okay. No uterus, and I'm happy on the 904. No. On the 904. TMI. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Amanda did a whole deep dive yep. uh, before she went out for surgery to let everybody mm-hmm. know why she was going and what was going on. But yep. uh, yeah, no, and... and uh, Casey, uh, it, it's. I also have no uterus. I don't. I don't either. I'm pretty That's sure. That's why I we're don't. uterusless. That's right. We do have a woman host. We're the yep. only woman host. We're very, we're very progressive and forward thinking in ours. Because if you look around the morning show, there's just. It's a lot of dudes. Progressive and Mike Davis in I the know. same sense. <laughs> that would have hurt, didn't I'm it? struggling it kinda, with it that. I'm a little just bit scratching there. my head. I know. <laughs> you say, what did he say? Uh, but first of all, uh, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Um, you and I were joking before the show. We really enjoy disagreeing with one another, but we have a lot of respect for one another, and those disagreements are, are usually lighthearted and fun. Um, but you have taken on a different role the last few years. Um, you have been the voice of the Yellow Jackets, and you had a great run this year with the team all the way to the state finals. Been doing it about 15 years with my partner, James Guzman. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to get out of it so that I can uh, spend more time off on Friday night, spend more quality time with my wife who disagrees with that plan. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's been about a 15-year run, 16 years with James Guzman, and, and uh, we have a great time. And this year was really, it was a, it was a very special season. So I, I have to, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. It seemed like just yesterday that Rusty and the boys were doing it. <laughs> right. Well, Jeff Holland once said to me, he said, I loved it when Rusty was doing the games because if you wanted to know what was going on, you had to buy a ticket. Yes. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Holland, of course, yeah, longtime athletic director. He, he was. Amanda, they, Rusty would give you this. This is Rusty, and I'm, I'm not kidding. It's first and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Oh, that's a big gain up the middle for the Yellow Jackets. Let's see. We're now second and 14. <laughs> my, I mean, it, you just all kinds of my, stuff my, like my, that. My wife and I were in the car once listening to the game, and uh, we got the call on the radio, you know, the, the, the play-by-play on the radio. What an amazing play. I've never seen anything like it. I, that's just an unbelievable play by the Yellow Jackets. So we're going, what? what was the play? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what? Where? Who? <laughs> You're back to Jeff Holland's comment. You had to buy a ticket. But they were really fun. Oh, would, they were fun. I would turn Happy it on. Happy Schilling and Rusty. Oh, and, I would yeah, turn it on yeah. just to listen to yeah. them, right? Because they were just, they were great. I mean, they were doing the best that they could. They were having fun doing it, yep. but it was really, it was entertaining to just listen to Well, I, I will tell you that James Guzman is really good. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 the analogy to news is that James is news and I am editorial. Mm-hmm. Where James, uh, you know, you know uh, where the ball is, what's happening, who ran the ball, and, and I'm the guy that, that kind of fills in. I'm the Tony Romo, so I can be wrong. Because uh, it's opinions. Well, it's due to you and the Yellow Jackets' success and Pete broadcasting their game. Which is big, by the way. The partnership with WFOI 102.1 FM got the plug-in. Yeah. And, and, and uh, the 904 app has been phenomenal. They had, I think, 2,000 people 
watching the quarterfinal game. And, and we had uh, uh, online, even with Bally TV doing TV mm-hmm. for the final game in Tallahassee last Thursday, mm-hmm. which I know we'll get to, uh, uh, we had o- over a thousand people online mm-hmm. listening uh, via the stream, N- not not in their car on the radio, not in their yeah. kitchen in the radio, but no, it was it was big. It was big. Well, and, I, and, and because of that, I get Fridays off. Because a few years ago, Pete started doing the the Friday afternoon games, and he had two or three in a row that were home games. And he said, I can't do finish your show at 6, get out there and set up and be ready to go at 7. So we're not doing Friday shows well, I'm, anymore. I'm, I'm, and, and I'm home in my driveway the next weekend at 4.30 for the first time in 10 years. Uh, and I went, I'm done with Fridays. I, I, just a little secret. Yeah. Pete doesn't always show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I texted Pete sends guys out there and they do a great job, but Pete doesn't always show up. I texted him for the the when the quarterfinal game must have been the second round of the playoffs. It was uh, we had uh, Middleburg first, then Escambia, then Choctaw, and then Fort Myer Dunbar in the uh, semifinals. I so think it was Choctaw, one of the Choctaw you know, would have been in the regional finals. So I, I I texted Pete the next day and I said that was a great broadcast. You did a phenomenal job. Pete shoots back. It was all Clay and Blake. They did a phenomenal job. Blake's, Blake does a great job yeah. on the board. Yeah. Oh, they were, and, and we watched together the stream from Bally. And Pete was like, we're going to have to upgrade it. We're going to have to up our game next year. We're going to have to get a sideline reporter. I said, can you do replay? Because Casey could use replay. Oh, no if kidding. you could get replay, Casey would love to have replay. Well, I, I would love to have replay, but I also don't like to have to come back and say, well, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, just uh, just a little story with on our relationship between WFOI and uh, and and the 904 app in terms of those games, those simulcast mm-hmm. games. Because when you're watching it, you're getting James and I on on our voice on our voiceovers from from the radio station. Mm-hmm. We at, at, the first time we did this, uh, when we went to commercial, 904 kept streaming whatever we were saying, mm-hmm. and and some of that on my part. Mm-hmm. Not James certainly mm-hmm. uh, may have been inappropriate and, and non FCC compliant. So so we figured that out pretty quickly. <laughs> yes, it doesn't take but one mistake. <laughs> no kidding. So your wife was listening that day. <laughs> was she? No, she never listens. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I come home. Darcy said, "What was on the show today?" I said, "You didn't listen." She said, "No, I never listened." <laughs> I listen to you all the time. What do I need to listen to the show for? No kidding. Yeah, no, um, but great season for the Jackets. Unbelievable. Undefeated, nine and zero, District Three yeah. S champs. Uh, set up in part by a really tough non-conference schedule. I mean, Brian Braddock, Coach Brian Braddock, he schedules Bulls, Bartram Trail, mm-hmm. Brunswick, and Georgia. So it's not like uh, uh, some of these college teams, you know, uh, with these uh, directional schools, you know, Southwest Missouri State Teachers mm-hmm. College. Um, uh, no disrespect to whomever graduated from that institution. Um, and, it's and a fine institution. It's a fine institution. It's and, one and, of the best stenographer schools in it. What, what really makes this, this team special is a, f- a few things. Uh, great blend of seniors. I'm going to mention some names because mm-hmm. they're, they're due. And they need to be mentioned. Bam Lyons, the running back, the safety duo of Ja'Kai Singleton and Julian Quintero, Drake Luscott, linebacker, Traverian Keenan, offensive tackle, Jock Johnson, defensive end, and Miles Simmons, wide receiver, along with the most unbelievable young talent I've ever seen uh, at St. Augustine. Locke Hewlett, the quarterback, he's going to Wake Forest. He's a junior. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll be a senior next year at St. Augustine. Uh, he can chunk the ball. Oh, my goodness gracious, can he chunk the ball. The wide receiver room, uh, uh, Carl Jacobs Jr., Trenton Jones, uh, Samarian Wingo, uh, Mike Wright, a defensive tackle, cornerbacks, Braylon James, who's Brandon James' younger brother, mm-hmm. and uh, Jimmy Wheeler. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, the balance between passing and running the football, they averaged 272 yards a game passing and 174 yards running. 
pretty damn good. Can I say damn, good. Amanda? Yeah. Yes, you can. Appreciate it. Yeah, I heard you say can. crap, so I figured. Yep. It, yes, you know, the, we good. Um, uh, 174 yards per game. And then the the the, the coaching staff, Brian Braddock is a phenomenal mm-hmm. leader and a football strategist. Uh, and he's got two things. He's got real veteran coaches like um, Jack Chapman, Will Hewlett, uh, who runs quarterback camps. Um, he, he's had Anthony Richardson as the client, mm-hmm. uh, and then he and defense coordinator Max Bannon, and then you got St. Augustine alumni that went through the program. Joey Lippo, I got to read these. So I'm, you know, Brandon James, the offensive coordinator, offensive line. Joey Lippo, wide receiver, Marquise Merrill, linebacker coach, Ronald Sugar, defensive line coach, Austin Lee. Just mm-hmm. these kids that played for St. Augustine that are now coming back and giving back. And so all the, you put all those things in combination: youth experience, run pass. And a great coaching staff. And Braddock's an alumni, right? He is indeed. He played guard uh, for Joey Wiles. Yep. And uh, he came back and he was uh, an assistant uh, defensive coach and he became a defensive coordinator. He left for three years and became the head coach at Mandarin, turned that program around. Mm -hmm. And then when Joey Wiles retired, the logical choice was for Brian to come back. Yeah. Now, is he a teacher at the school also? He is. He's a math teacher. Okay. He's and a I math teacher. I, and I think that's a really important thing that that, that he is there teaching as well, right? He's I just think a, that, I mean, Brian is, is so... Boy, he's got passion. He's mm-hmm. got passion. Anybody that watches that, you know, watches the nine hundred four, and 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 when when they shoot Brian at the, on the sidelines, or you know, watching the Bally, the final yeah. game, Brian has a lot of passion. But he loves those kids. He genuinely cares for those kids, and and that whole coaching staff is phenomenal. And, and is it true some of the fans will harass you before the game? And I'm mostly thinking of Brad Davis coming up and always talking to you before the game. I fight like hell to keep the microphone away from Brad Davis because yes. you never get it back. You would never get that back. And, and Brad, by, by the way, we kid. Uh, obviously, he's a Davis that I like. Um, <laughs> he, uh, uh, Brad is uh, obviously uh, you know runs an accounting firm here in town, mm-hmm. and he's been president. I don't think he is anymore, but he's been president of the alumni. I Association. think he's still president. Is he really? Of, I think yeah. that's a lifetime appointment. Yeah. And by the way, uh, for those of you on Facebook, that Ketterlina St. Augustine. High school alumni group mm-hmm. is a wonderful, wonderful group to join. If yep. uh, if you don't belong, uh, th- th- they cover a lot more than football. But mm-hmm. they, they they were a great source of news and information where they would glean things from the Jacksonville papers or the news stations yeah. or uh, and put it online for you. Yep. No, they they back when we had news. Back when we had, I we mean, talk, back we had other news. I mean, now the nine hundred four now is the news. That WFOY one hundred two point one FM. That, that's the, we we get uh, we get all that. But um, so. What what's the uh, what was your favorite game of the year? I know Bowls was a big game early in the season. I think I think probably Bowls for a number of reasons. One is um, uh, there's two. One was Bowls, mm-hmm. uh, and it's for a few reasons. One was the first game of the year. We go up to Bowls. That press box. It's like you're in a professional. I mean, you're like a, at a college press box. It's unbelievable the facilities up there. M- money talks. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, and it builds a lot of really nice yeah. things with names on it. Unbelievable, yes. unbelievable. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but but the it's really a cool place for the kids to play. But Bulls has had our number for the last few years, and we came mm-hmm. out of there with a win to open the season. And and Bulls obviously is always a strong program. A late second win. When it went late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, guys? well, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was it was a late second win. The kids hung on, and mm-hmm. and, and uh, it was just a great great win. Very late, very late win. Then the second is Fort Myer Dunbar. Yeah, uh, which was the uh, the regional, uh, or sorry, it was the state semifinal. Uh, Dunbar came up, and it was great because the nine hundred four app was doing the game mm-hmm. with us, mm-hmm. and uh, the Dunbar folks uh, they had uh, a radio station there. Yeah, uh, but they were watching the nine hundred four, and there were thousands of people, mm-hmm. and probably half of them were Dunbar people. Yeah, and they were. 
blatantly accusing the announcers, James and I, yes. of being homers. Well, duh. Yes, we are. I raised my hand. Yes. <laughs> Guilty <laughs> as charged. Raised my hand. Well, you know, but it was, it was really fun. It's uh, rare when I tell you, great job. Casey, great job. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> well, that, I, I did, uh, I got to do a couple of basketball games uh, my senior year at Florida Southern. And I, I had met a, uh, a guy, uh, Craig Shaler, and Craig is still in radio. And he said, hey, we've got an opportunity. Uh, the local cable channel is going to tape the games and they'll play them the next night and they need somebody i'm going to do the play-by-play i need a color guy i remember you're a basketball nut from four years so sure so all of a sudden we're cut we were the biggest homer guys oh, yeah. that you could possibly get uh there was a game uh florida southern that year uh lost in the semifinals or no lost in the finals of division two basketball they were that good they started the season on uh, and tied their longest win streak to start and go to fi fiu FIT, FIT, and um, they lose, right? So there's so then we have the longest home winning streak. We tie that. FIT comes. We're like, we're going to mop them up this time. They have a coach, Foliard, who has a kid who's 6'3", and then they have a kid who's, who's like 5'4", right? And we're like, well, you're going to, it's a last second shot. We're up to, you're going to cover the big Foliard kid. Make the little guy take the shot. They did exactly what I said. That darn kid hit the shot. <laughs> we were so dejected. On the, I, I listened to it later. I was like, man, we were really bad because we were all in for, for Florida Southern winning that. And well, it, it hurts when that happens because you're, uh, well, you're the, so tied to let, it. Let's talk about Tallahassee. Yes. Um, uh, James was not able to do the game. So um, my son, who a uh, communication major mm-hmm. from the University of Florida, done, done, done some radio. And, and he, he actually worked as a stringer for David Lamb, Frank Frangie, mm-hmm. those guys. He was a spotter for the Gator uh, 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 Gator radio broadcast for a number of years uh, in the booth with Mick Hubert. Uh, and he came and he did the game with me. First of all, we had a big time, mm-hmm. right? Father, son. Oh, it's awesome. Fun. A lot of fun. Now, there, there were some things he needed to be caught up on. You know, Ray's Tire is the sponsor. Dean mm-hmm. Petty is gone. He retired. Yes. God bless. Uh, you know, Dean, uh, I hope Dean. you're well. He, I, Dean deserved to retire. Of right? course he, he that did. That man worked. He was always there. Of course he did, and 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 a big supporter of Yellow Jacket football mm-hmm. over the years, and, and a lot of local activities. Well, he played on the line with my cousin Wayne. Oh, did he really? Yes, he did. They were on the line together <laughs> well, uh, in the seventies. Well, well, uh, uh, Dean Dean has been a sponsor for years, and the mm-hmm. new ownership is has, is maintaining that. And then we we have St. Augustine Shores Golf. Yeah. You know, and the tagline with Chanel Team Shores Golf is where golf is still fun mm-hmm. at the end of it. And so I'm doing a commercial for Ray's Tire. And I look at my son, and he goes, where golf is still fun. And I'm going, <laughs> no, Peter, <laughs> that's not, um, I think you got that mixed up. He yeah. says, oh, my bad. Anyways. Where, where car repair is still fun. Yeah, where car repair is still fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, we were devastated at that game, at yes. the end of the game. We were, Pete and I were here live Thursday watching it, trying to do our normal show. And we were like... Um, oh, y'all didn't even try. We, we were we were so <laughs> distracted by the game. Um, it, I, I wish people had turned us off and just turned you guys on instead because we were giving like the um, Mystery Science Theater 2000 or whatever uh, version of it, right? Pete and I were sitting there watching you guys do the game, watching it live and commenting on it. And it was hilarious. So. Well, it's like the Peyton Manning, Eli Manning thing on Monday Night Kinda, Football. ESPN yeah, but those too. guys are entertaining. And, and they know what they're talking about. <laughs> That's gotcha. um, so that game, 21 to 19, right? Uh, yeah. with, with probably three or four seconds left on the clock. Mainland drives down, convert a fourth and seven, mm-hmm. get down to about the five yard line, kick a field goal, win the football game as time expires. 
uh, at the uh, uh, FAMU uh, Stadium, which is a really nice facility, beautiful campus mm -hmm. uh, in Tallahassee uh, last Thursday. Just it was it was heartbreaking, and 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 watching those kids just fall on the field and knowing th their journey is over for many of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, but then then I I got to thinking, and I mentioned on air that that's the way they feel right now. But as time moves on, they yeah. will remember the send off that this community gave them mm -hmm. uh, when the buses left uh, mm -hmm. on Wednesday afternoon. They will remember the win against Dunbar and the joy of of beating uh, uh, Bulls for the first time up in that place in a long, long time. Mm -hmm. They will remember those things. They will remember the 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 walk the the walk through on. Um, Thursday morning in the FSU Fieldhouse. Mm -hmm. They all remember staying in the hotel, uh, you know, the night before yeah, the game. Mm -hmm. Those are those are the memories that they're going to wind mm -hmm. up with. And yeah, yeah. The, the loss is heartbreaking. But at the end of the day, a hell of a journey. That was a great. I mean, very few teams get to go that far. Yeah. Uh, we've had uh, state champions St. Augustine uh, being one, Nice Two being another one. 2005. Right? And, and yeah. by the way, you go, again, you talk about legacy. Mm -hmm. I mean, St. Augustine, you know, 1565. Legacy is a big word. Mm -hmm. And uh, Quinteris Cooper, the athletic director at St. Augustine High School, he was the quarterback of that team. Yeah. Brandon James, the offensive coordinator at St. Augustine High School, mm -hmm. he was the running back on that team. So mm -hmm. there, there, there's the, the, maintaining that that mm -hmm. that 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 historical past has been so important for this program. Yeah, I, I think it's great. I mean, we, we mentioned Brian Braddock a little bit earlier, right? That alumni connection and people yep. coming back and and wanting to be a part of that. And and I'm one of those. Uh, Guys, it feels like uh, the the high school needs a major facelift and makeover as a whole, and I, I think it unfortunately is the one high school in the county that that hasn't gotten the love that it needs. Uh, you got a bunch of brand new high schools, and I get that, but man, somebody needs to put some money back in San Augustine. Yeah, and and you know this is the uh, the richest uh, county or the second richest. I I can't recall. You make stuff like this up, which is the richest or the second richest county in in, in the state of Florida. Uh, we're we're right there. One or, one one or, or two, two. One somewhere or two, right somewhere there. Up there. Yeah. And obviously, building. When you got that kind of money, you don't worry whether you're one or two. You right. got that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, right. We we're not Madison County. You're no, right. No. Um, uh, uh, we're not you, Putnam County. We're not Jesse. Putnam County. God bless. <laughs> God bless. Um, uh, every time I cross that bridge and I look at Rocket Man on the other side of the bridge, it just uh, uh -huh. I, I, it makes me sad crossing over that yes. bridge. Yes. Uh, but we build beautiful new schools. Mm -hmm. You know, we float bonds. We build beautiful new schools as we should because our kids are mm -hmm. the investment that we're making in 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 our future as a society, as a community. Yep. But St. Augustine could use a little love. Hey, and, and we we got dissed a little bit. I don't know if you saw the Hornets. <laughs> I'm, I I did not see it because I was uh, uh, because I was on the air at the time and yeah. I wasn't watching Valley Sports. I was watching the football. Well, game. you guys were ahead of them by about a play and a half. Oh, were we really? Yeah, you you were ahead of. Them. So if we had the radio feed on, you were ahead of them uh, a little bit. Well, that's wild because we were live. Yes. <laughs> so they were behind us. So they were behind. <laughs> I don't know whether they were doing a delay or, or what was going on, but you were about a, a play and we. I think the, they probably have three G. We have five G. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty technical, doesn't it? I think, yeah, that'll work. Gonna, like I said, I think Pete's going to come up with a couple of changes next year. I think next year is going to be a little more, um, a little more investment in some of the stuff. And I think it's a, it's, phenomenal. it's a great. Again, uh, uh, the nine hundred four app and what what Pete has done, mm -hmm. uh, bringing uh, high school football, you know, uh, visually mm -hmm. and uh, WFOY one hundred two point one. You know the commitment over many, many, many years. Chris Phillips and, and before Chris Phillips, uh, uh, the, the 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 relationship between those two entities has been terrific. Yeah, um, 
And even though the, the, we got named the Hornets, that was better, I think, than one of our original nicknames, right? The Mullets? The Mullets. There's a great story on that. Uh, mm -hmm. Back in the, I think it was the early 50s, mm -hmm. we go down to Palatka. We're the Mullets. Yes. And uh, we lose like 6 nothing, 6-3. I can't, I can't recall the score. Uh, wasn't there. A real NFL game like today, right? Yeah, yeah like 3 nothing in three Vegas. 3 nothing in Vegas Ow. yesterday. So that, that, was, that was not pretty. But, but, but. The bus is going home, and the Palatka fans had thrown dead fish over the power lines mm. on the way home. And the coach at the time, sitting in the school bus, goes, that's it. We're changing the name. Yeah. And they went back to the Yellow Jackets, which had been the name. Mm -hmm. It had been the Saints. It had been the Yellow Jackets. It was the Mullets. Yeah. And then they went back to the, to the, the Yellow Jackets. jackets. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is, I think, early 50s. So my dad was in the class of 60. I was there when your dad was inducted into the Hall of Fame, yep. the and, St. Augustine High School Hall and, of Fame. And he um, he actually was the, the quarterback that played the very first game on that field. Oh, no kidding. So uh, the school was supposed to be done during the summer. They didn't finish it till Christmas. So they were still downtown at Catalinas, mm -hmm. which is now Francis an field. elementary school. But they were playing the games out there. The, the football stadium was done. So they played the games out there. And then they moved at Christmas time and they all graduated from the new facility in 1960. So that is the, that is the story. Yeah, no, it's, it, there's so much legacy to this program. And mm -hmm. again, wonderful schools in this county. Uh, you know, obviously the, 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 this administration with Tim Forson, with Paul Abadenoza have done a terrific yeah. job meeting the needs for the most part, obviously with some restrictions on, on capital investment. Uh, but, but don't forget St. Augustine High School folks. Yeah, we're, we're look, we think they've, they've done a great job. We're just saying we could use some love down there. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. 100% agree. I, I'm, I'm I, a, I think a cappuccino machine in the press box would be just wonderful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I will see what we can do about that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. By the way, you know, uh, A.D. Davis can make a contribution. We could do you, the, the A.D. It, Davis the very cappuccino it's the, machine. It's, it's the Cass family yeah, press nothing, box. Nothing speaks tough construction like a cappuccino <laughs> machine. I got to tell you. I, I think, I'll tell you what, we will plug it every single game. <laughs> I'm just having a nice latte, skim milk, no foam from the A.D. Davis cappuccino machine. That, that would be hilarious. Frothy goodness. That's always been but, my motto about but you. If, but if I do that, you can't take one to Brad at halftime. You just can't take one to Brad and Trevor. Uh, we don't let Brad the press box because we never see the microphone again. Listen, I, 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 Trevor was at the, he and Brad go to all the games. All so they, the were at, they were at the Bulls game and I'm texting him, hey, uh, big win last night. Uh, how was the game? Big win last night. How was the game? I expect it was fun. Uh, whatever. I get 15 minutes of video sent to me within 30 seconds. <laughs> it's like my phone is melting from all the video that I'm getting from Trevor, right? And Those like, guys are big time fans. But when I saw the video from Charlie, I got to buy him a better phone. <laughs> I got to get him out of that flip phone and onto something that's a true, true Android. Oh, that's great. That video. iPhone, right? That's well, great. I don't know if that's going to work. Those things are still untested. <laughs> what, iPhones? Yeah, I'm a, well, I'm a Samsung guy. Oh. I'm an Android guy. So. Yeah. yeah. He's the one. Yeah. I'm the one that blows yeah. up all the text messages. Yeah, it's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. A choice is good. Uh, uh, what do the jackets look like next year? Uh, excellent. Um, you know, losing some of those seniors I mentioned, they're mm -hmm. going to have to replace the safeties. The running game, there's a young man named, uh, let me make sure I get the name right here, Trendell Anderson, that'll be, uh, he averaged all, just under seven yards, 50 yards per game, uh, including a, a game that Dan Lyons was out and and had to start. Uh, so, so you know, he'll be there. The wide receiver room, four unbelievable wide receivers, three of them return. Uh, uh, Lock Hewlett um, is, is a Wake Forest signee. Mm -hmm. He'll be back. 
Carl Jenkins Jr. is a phenomenal athlete. He had a, uh, let me see how long that thing was. I think he had a 57-yard, uh, 53-yard touchdown catch against Mainland. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Mainland, uh, uh, on last Thursday, they have like five guys on their defense who are D1 signees mm-hmm. or offers. Mm-hmm. A couple Florida, Tulane, uh, App State, uh, Arkansas. They were they were monsters. The, the, the Number 11, a defensive end, McCrary was his name, mm-hmm. TJ McCrary, uh, uh, he was rated as the sixth best athlete of all co- high school football players. By I, I can't remember if it was Rivals or one of those mm-hmm. recruiting services. I saw no less than three, probably more catches than that, that were uh, Saturday, almost Sunday worthy catches, especially the one in the back of the end zone. Uh, I think it was in the first half. That, that uh, would, uh, well, the, our only scores were special team scores in the first half. Yes. Uh, we had uh, the opening kickoff, 97 yards by Trenton Jones mm-hmm. to open the game, and then blocked it up, a field goal and 75-yard return by Marquise King. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but th- th- there's just so much talent on this football team. Replaced a couple offensive linemen, uh, replaced the safeties. Uh, I think we're going to be really good next year. Same, need a kicker. Same division? Uh, th- uh, Three. Don't know yet. Don't know yet. It depends it's so, on school it, size. It, it, it's, it's crazy what... I mean, when I was playing, there was uh, four. It was it was one A, two A, three A, four A. Boom, that was it. And Florida has exploded with a number of schools. Well, and it's, fair, it's unreal. Yeah, when you were playing, history was a lot shorter too. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, there was the, the, the history books were a lot thinner when you were playing as well. Um, we still had peach baskets. We had <laughs> Naismith was your coach. Yes, right? he was. <laughs> Naismith would Naismith. come down and yeah. give a, a little seminar. Yes. Trivia question: What school did he coach at? What school, Purdue? Kansas. Kansas. Uh, I knew it was somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, uh, Naismith. Uh, where the hell were we? Uh, we were talking about how old you are. <laughs> and you completely forgot. <laughs> I can't remember what the hell we were saying. We're, Amanda, help us here. You're young. Uh, no. Okay, I'm she's not, not paying attention. No, we're, we're, we're talking about uh, what classification next year. Oh, you right, said right, you right. don't know because... Don't know because the school size makes that determination. Yeah. But yeah. there's also three other factors. You've got the S and the R and the, and the, uh, the U. You've got uh, rural, suburban, mm-hmm. and urban. Okay. So Reigns in Jacksonville is a big school. They're probably five U. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bradford is a small school. They might mm-hmm. be two R. Yeah. And so we are a... Uh, Bartram Trail is a big school, so they're like six S suburban. Mm-hmm. Big school, S for suburban. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't figure out how they came up with rural, suburban, and urban. I'm trying to figure out where how they... But the Florida High School Athletic Association has been doing kind of crazy things for me for forever. All you had to do to was watch their uh, meetings during COVID on Zoom. Yeah. And know that... Uh, yeah, it's a joke. Uh, they're, they're, it's a political organization. Well, I remember um, talking to somebody involved in <laughs> politics about 10 years ago, and they were taking up for Arlington Country Day, how Arlington Country Day had been uh, mis- uh, mistreated by the Florida High School Athletic Association. I went, do you know anything about Arlington Country Day? Do you, do you know the recruiting that they did uh, before you? I mean, now you can recruit. I mean, it's basically you can play whatever sport you want at whatever school and you move wherever you want to move to. Yeah, there are restrictions. There has to be capacity at that school. Yeah. And, and there are some restrictions and, low, you know, but but you're absolutely right that the, the doors have opened up. The The Tim Tebow recruitment is is no longer an, uh, an exception. No, it's not. 
It's, it's a run. You, and you can have a kid that goes plays football at one school in the fall and plays baseball at a crosstown school in the spring if yep. he wants to. Yep. They can't do a thing about stopping. Yep. Them. Well, they, uh, they, they, they just can't transport you on the bus if you're out of, out of the yep. zone. And th- there has to be room in the school. Just, yeah. It, it, I, some of that is just absolutely crazy. Yep. Um, officiating. How was the officiating this year? Sucks. That good. Yeah. It was that good. Yeah. No, I mean, can I, honestly, and, and I used to coach high school volleyball at St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always used to, to laugh because the game is too fast for the officials. Mm-hmm. A lot of retired guys, you know, guys, uh, uh, you know, staying busy, uh, uh, you know, who, who, who were no longer working. And it was like a hobby or mm-hmm. uh, very few ex-players. Mm-hmm. The game is too fast for them. The, the game is too fast. Yeah. The game is just too fast for for officials and too mm-hmm. many meetings. In the in the in the state final game, uh, the line judge, the side judge on the one side, was probably off by a yard or two on ball spots than the guy on the other side of the field. Consistently, that's because they were both right footed. That was the old John Madden thing, right? It's a left foot, right foot spot. Watch the official if he goes up and plants with his, you know, the foot that's in the right. If it's a left foot, right foot, that's what I, I John think, Madden. Would I swear just think, about. listen, and, and and you know, you need the officials to play the game, right? You need yeah. the officials to play the game, but I think the game's just too quick for him. I, I think it's uh, we had that issue with with basketball. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, basketball officials at the high school level um, sometimes they just struggled, and if you were a good team. You tended to get some of the better officials. If you were a team that was struggling, you tended to get the brand new officials, which just made the struggle that much harder. And they are worried about the most inane things. Mm-hmm. You're down at the 20 yard line. The coaches are 20, 30, 40 yards behind you mm-hmm. at the 20 yard line going away from the coaches. Mm-hmm. And they're worried about a sideline warning. Yeah. As opposed to an infraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a real football yes. infraction. Yes. Uh, sideline warnings, they must have gotten a memo that said too many sideline, you know, too much uh, uh, abuse of sideline. You need to clamp down on and give more sideline warnings. Yes. It was crazy this year. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. But that's officials. How was the attendance at the high school this year? I'm assuming oh, sell out almost every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the bleachers, the student section uh, did a great job getting students out there. Mm-hmm. The band, the ancient city regiment was out there. Uh, uh, seats were filled. People ringing the stadium. Yeah, it's an event. It's a it's a community event. Oh, it's a great, a wonderful. Yep. yep. Wonderful and, and again, Quinteris Cooper has done a terrific job uh, as the athletic director, both in terms of the administration of those games, the you know the management, the, mm-hmm. the operational management of of the football games, and also of making you know fundraising, getting a new scoreboard, and sprucing up mm-hmm. you know an, an old stadium. It's yeah. an old stadium. Yes, but 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 you know the paint jobs and the planting of you know the nice plants and it's it almost helps. as old as me. That's how old it is. It's almost as no, old no, as actually you. it is. It's six years older than me. Yeah, so I looked it up. Yeah. It looks like the classification cycle is a two-year cycle. So next school year, all of the divisions should be the same. The same as they were this current mm-hmm. year. This Correct. current yeah. year, yeah. yeah. And then they move around. You know, basketball's different, and, yeah. and the, the, oh, they're it's... all different. Uh, but our, our district was we had Gainesville High School. Uh, we had uh, Pedro Menendez, we had Clay, and uh, missing one. Oh, Matanzas. Yeah, was our district. Yeah, and that's a good for St. Augustine High. That's a good district. Yeah, I, I mean those th- those were all very winnable games. In fact, in fairness, we we kicked butt at each one of those mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Uh, but but again, as I mentioned earlier, Brian schedules Bulls, Bartram Trail, Brunswick, and Georgia, and, mm-hmm. and we're ready for the big boys. Bartram yeah. Trail is a great program. Oh, Bartram is yeah. They, they've they've got some talent. They went. I think 
uh, they were in the playoffs. They went to the uh, the, the they uh, they lost Regionals. to to Buholtz in the regional final. Yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about that game while they while they were uh, yep. were playing. So, all right, um, anything else on high school football? No, I'm just excited about next year. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, high school basketball has started. There's a lot of other sports going on mm-hmm. there. Soccer started. Uh, a quick plug in for Flagler College basketball, which uh, is really entertaining basketball. If you're a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Flagler College is really, really, it's a high-quality NCAA two program. And if you are a, uh, a local resident, it, admission's free. It's totally free, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it's, a, it's you know, it's a cozy gym. Yeah. I mean, I, we have to go through the front door. I know you get, like, side access to the celebrity I, doors, I, but we I, have to go through I, the front uh, door. So. I, have, I have been a long-time season ticket holder mm-hmm. uh, of Flagler College basketball because I just, I just love, I, I love the, 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 the game. I love... The program, uh, Flagler, Judd Damon, and, and that coaching staff, uh, the coaching staffs uh, do just a terrific job. Who's their big rival now? No, Embry Riddle at one time it was still is a rival. rival. It still is a rival. Uh, in fact, the Embry Riddle game, uh, uh, Flagler lost a uh, pretty close game uh, maybe three weeks ago, two weeks mm-hmm. ago. The gym was packed. Mm-hmm. Student section came out. Good. Uh, gym was packed, and it was, that was an exciting game. They're going to maintain that rivalry, even though they're different conferences now. But they're in a conference. It's an extremely athletic conference. If these kids were three, four inches taller, two, three inches taller, they'd, they'd be D1 players. Well, that was uh, um, the coach at St. Joe, um, uh, Damon Stevenson, said that the conference that, that uh, Flagler is in, from a basketball perspective, is almost as good as a mid-major conference. Oh, 100%. They're just D1. incredibly or, the, 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 yeah. loaded talent yeah. Peach uh, Belt top conference. to bottom in yep. the Peach Belt The conference. Peach Belt, yep. yeah. Yep. So um, we do have to do one update on the city, and, and this involves when you and I both live on the island. We do. Uh, the city went before the state board to ask for land for a new fire station across from the uh, amphitheater. Reuben Franklin was on here last week. He's the assistant city administrator, and they lost the vote. So, Was that because of funding that they lost the vote? Nope. Uh, I think it was probably some pushback from Locals, local residents, yeah. right? Voters which from were voters. Ca- which were county <laughs> residents. Right, because I, a city I, I, fire station. I'm unincorporated yes. where I am. Uh, yes. You know where I live, and I'm unincorporated. I, we live less than a mile apart as the crow flies, but I'm unincorporated. And in I'm in city. the city, yeah. yeah. And and it's a fire station that is antiquated, old, and needs to be replaced. But where do you put a new fire station? At the same time, how do you deal with that 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 traffic? Uh, uh, we we have a mutual friend who had a son yes. lost on that that mm-hmm. tragically a, a number of years ago. Yep. Uh, how do you deal with the safety of the street? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the uh, interim, you know this, I was the interim director of the, at the Lighthouse for, I had a two-month gig there for seven months. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and uh, They couldn't fire you. Could they? <laughs> they tried. Did they change the locks on you? <laughs> they did change the locks. But 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 when I would go home, I would pull out there by the alligator farm, make yeah. a, try to make a left going south. No, that's that's a bad. tough place to it's turn a left. bad idea. Yeah. So the, 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 it was not just the fire station, but it was the whole traffic safety thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it, it, it's, I, I was talking to Ruben about that. During the, the week and the mornings, it's not bad. Uh, on the weekends, uh, with people trying to, to leave that lighthouse park area with a boat, yep. or people trying to get into the lighthouse, yep. uh, and then you get one good-sized truck or one good-sized kind of box vehicle, and if they're trying to make a turn the other lane, you're just blocked. You yep. can't see a thing. Um, it's it's very, very difficult to get across that street and that intersection. It's and tough. Yeah, and they, they need to do something about it. I would it. sometimes make a right and then do a U-turn at Mojo's Tacos when it was possible. Yes. You know, just to, just to try to, to get by. Um, well, I told my kids when they were young, driving, 
I said, you are not allowed to go up to that to say one and make a left and go back towards town. You have to go through the neighborhood and come out at the light at, at, the uh, at uh, Matanzas. Matanzas. Yeah. I said you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, that that's all. a tough corner. And I still follow that rule to this day. I'm like, up oh, Saturday, two o'clock. I'm going to the light. Yep. And then sometimes I get to the light and I see the traffic is backed up well past just the keep light. Going. And I just turn right and go over the three tunnels. I'm yeah. like, I'll just go around. I got this. I'll just go around. Um, so politics today. Yep. Uh, you and I are on opposite sides of the political spectrum for the most part. Not 100%. I mean, there's things that we would agree on. Just what's your broad stroke? I uh, look at what you think is going on politically with both parties. And is there any hope for sanity next year as we go into an election year? Um, the short answer is I don't think anything short, in my opinion, nothing short term changes. Uh, I think the best thing we've got is divided government. So neither side could do something really, really stupid. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I do still believe in the Constitution. I know some want to abolish the Constitution. Uh, uh, but I love the Constitution. Yeah, I think the Constitution is a beautiful thing. And, and, and the separation of powers is a beautiful thing because yes. it, it, it makes sure that, 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 that the whack jobs on either side can't have their way. Uh, but but my, my biggest problem with politics today, we, we do see things differently on, on many, many issues. But we walk out with, with we continued respect for each other and friendship. And I think that the politics on both sides are focused on division as opposed to reconciliation, mm -hmm. unity. And I think that's too bad because if you've, uh, hypothetically, you've got a really whack job idea on something uh, 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 and you don't get your way mm -hmm. because I have a different opinion and we find something in the middle, mm -hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, but I, I think what's happened, um, and I, and, one party always accuses the other one of doing it. But both they parties both, do that. But they both do this, right? Yep. And, and what they both do is they gerrymander, right? Yes. So, and New York in one way and, and, and Florida in another they, way. They and, both yep, do it, yep. right? You, you, because of computers. Eldridge and, Jerry, by the way, 1800, Maryland. Go okay. ahead. And, but, well, go look at, if you want to see uh, some districts that are screwed up today, go look at the congressional districts in Maryland. Go look at uh, them. Are they, bad? they They ring around. Is it kind of like, what What was the woman's name in Jacksonville whose district Kareem ran? Kareem Brown. Brown. Is she out? Yes. Uh, From jail, too. I yeah, yeah. She yeah, yeah she's out of everything. No, no, that I knew. That I knew. But that, Amanda's going to look that up. That was the craziest <laughs> flipping district. If you looked at it on a map, it was like uh, a serpent or something. There going were all places the way that it wasn't as wide as this room. Yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah. But but so both sides do it, right? Yes. So what I think the net result of that is, is because they have so much data analytics about who lives there and what they're you know, how often they vote and, and what the likelihood is. They're always trying to get a, a Republican plus two or a Dem plus two, depending on what state it yep. is, right? And, and where they're at. So we don't have as many districts up for play anymore. You used to probably have 50 or 60 districts that were up for play. We have maybe 20 or 30 districts Correct. in America that are competitive. Competitive. So because of that, right, there's not, there's going to be, it's, it's rare that you're going to see these big swings. Yep. And the other thing is you're not now competing for the middle to win a race, you have to win your primary. Yep. So that means and the primary are the yeah. zealots on each side. Yeah. So the yep. so the majority yep. of the people on Democrats have to win a, a primary. Yep. So they can't cooperate with somebody yep. on the right, and the people on the right can't cooperate with somebody on the left because they'll get primary. And and I think that that cable news and social media has played a role in this. Mm -hmm. Uh, in terms of that, 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 how can we divide ourselves further as opposed yes. to how can we bring ourselves together? To me, that's that's the thing that 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 concerns me. I I, I completely agree with everybody. I mean, people ask Wait, me. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, Amanda, could yeah. you could you, are you are you still a notary? Yeah, we'll mark that. 
I was going to sign it in blood if you wanted me to. I mean, I have no problem. But I, I, I think that they that that has divided this country. Um, people will ask me, I said, where do you get your news? I said, not on the nightly news. I said, I, I quit watching the nightly news a long time ago. I quit watching um, any brand of, of commentary news. The only one I can put up with right now, Casey, out of all of them is mm-hmm. Greg Gutfeld. That's the only guy... Because some of his stuff is funny. It's the only way. So I for entertainment it. purposes. That's it. I can't. Yeah. I, uh, there, I read a lot of news, I, but I can't watch it anymore. I, I find certain people who over the last few years I have grown to trust from an integrity standpoint mm-hmm. and from a connection standpoint. Mm-hmm. There are people like Richard Haas uh, at the uh, 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 Council on Foreign Relations. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people like Peter Baker at the New York Times mm-hmm. who... Uh, there are people like David Ignatius at the Washington Post who uh, uh, I've grown to, to, to trust yeah. uh, for uh, being truthful uh, and not trying to lead or sway. Uh, let, that's partially bullshit. Can I say? Can yes, I say that? you just did. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, Pete's paying all the fines. <laughs> I don't worry about it. He made so much money off St. Augustine High School, you go right ahead. I, I, just, I just think that... that um, uh, uh, everybody's got an opinion and and that's going to come into whatever you do it's mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 natural for that to happen but i think there are certain people who who's uh just they come across with integrity and credibility yeah. and and knowledge and and i read them i i there's a few i can right and there's some that i disagree with vehemently but i enjoy reading them because i'm just kind of curious to what it is but I think every year that I've watched it in the last 15, 20 years, it has gotten so much more partisan on both sides. Mm. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. need that. I, I don't need that in my life. I know where I believe. I know what I believe. I know what that day election day is, and I'll show up and vote on that day, and I'm good to go. But yeah. I, don't, I don't need all that other crap that's yeah, clogging it's, down it's my, just, my it thought ma- It makes me sad that you have families that can't have Thanksgiving dinner. Or that, yeah. That, yeah, and and that, that, that's, that's not a joke. That's not all, you know, that, that's... That's really happening in this country. Now, it, it, it 100% is. Uh, there were a lot of heated conversations around our house a couple of years ago, right? And I had to look at my kids that were young. I said, hey, 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 time out. I said, you are judging the world. You're judging your parents and your grandparents through a lens that didn't exist when I was your age. Right. I have, n- remember what I'm about to say to you. I have no idea what lens your kids and grandkids will judge you by, but you're going to feel about it the same way I feel about being judged. So, by this. indirectly, are you saying that the older you are, the wiser you are? No, I, 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 I was I hoping love, you're going that direction. I would love to say that, but I have said a lot of things that are unwise. Because I know we're on time. video and, and people don't really no. realize that I'm older than you. They, they, they do. They can't, it's hard to tell. It is. No, there are people that the scariest thing for me is when someone comes up and says, Do you remember what you said to me one time? And I'm like, Nope. No, no, I, I don't even remember your <laughs> flipping name. Is, is, is this good or bad, right? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? And occasionally it's like, oh, I can't believe I said that. I remember saying that now that you mention it. But And then there's other times like, thank goodness I said here's, something here's, positive. Here, just to kind of put a wrap on this thing or a bow on this thing. Yeah. I, I think that there is more that unites us and there is more commonality mm-hmm. than what divides us. Now, I, I think we forget that. Well, I do, right? But it's the same thing. If you talk about the news, right? When I was a journalism major, th- there was a, if it bleeds, it leads, right? So the more outrageous it is, those are the stories that got. Of course, on. no, that's uh, going to get the headline. And, and so, people, unless it's the record, that's going to be a story about Daytona Beach. Well, I don't know if they still do stories about it. It depends where what USA Today tells them to run. Um, so. You don't get the positive news. No. And and I think the more that all of these stations go for ratings, there's so many positive things that are going on. Right? You just talked about a whole bunch of athletes that worked to get to the state final game and barely lost. There are so many positive stories out of that. 
But none of that got covered. And by the way, none of it. The demographics of St. Augustine High School, mm-hmm. you're, you're making a, a dotted line link between this conversation mm-hmm. and the prior about football, that that team is a melting pot demographically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, in terms of ethnicity, in terms of uh, economics, mm-hmm. uh, not gender, mm-hmm. but but that, not that I'm aware of. Uh, but but th- that team represents those kids coming together in, mm-hmm. from all sorts of different places. Yes. Coming together with a common goal. Well, why the hell can't we do that as a society? Okay, I, I'm, hang on. Let me find that I, soapbox. I just I, jumped I, th- I think we do to a large part every day. But I don't think anybody wants to talk about it. They'd rather talk about the one instance where somebody's a jerk than talk about all the instances where people got along with one another and worked together through different opinions. I've, and I, I think I, that's... I've, I've, think that social media plays a big role in that. Yeah. Uh, I think that the, uh, to your point, gerrymandering and the lack of competitiveness in politics plays a big role in that. I'm really scratching my head. I was a political science and history major. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I scratch my head sometimes trying to figure out how the hell can we move to a multi-party system and build coalitions so that things can get done from the middle. I I, I don't, boy, I I, I would love to see that in, in, in one regard. Because I think if you're, you know, I've been a lifelong Republican and... and I'm a, I'm a registered Republican. I, and I'm not very happy with, with a lot of the stuff that my party is not doing, right? There's, to me, there's stuff that you should be doing. And I, I kind of look out and shake my head and go, I am just tired of the lip service. I'm tired of watching you guys say we're going to fix something. My prime example uh, was uh, health care, right? We're going to get rid of Obamacare, right? We're going to get rid of Obamacare. We have a plan. We have a plan. These were the guys that that knew if they ever got a Republican in the White House that they would have an opportunity to change this, but never believed they'd get a Republican in the White House. So it was almost like they said, hey, this is a 13-week class. At the end of 13 weeks, you got to turn in a term paper. And they're like, we got it, we got it, we got it. They never wrote the term paper because they never thought they would get to the end of class. I actually think that they believe voters have no memory. Uh, there's a little bit of that, too. Yeah. They'll forgive me for me lying to them about this for years and years. Yeah. And then Trump gets her like, hey, he shows up and says, well, you got a plan. You've been telling the voters you got a plan. And they went, we don't have a plan. <laughs> yeah. We got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We were telling you if you gave us all this power, we'd do something about it. But we didn't think you'd really listen to us and vote us in. But that also goes back to the districts. I mean, I found Corrine Brown's district. So it's the purple was Corrine Brown's district. Mm-hmm. And that's absurd. Like, of course it's absurd. It's a serpent. It's, uh, it's, you don't know who is the fellow constituent with no. districts like this. No. Like, give me counties or split up counties. Don't give me this crap. Isn't that amazing, Amanda? Look at that thing. And the mm-hmm. thing on the le- the right, the green, those are the improvements. That's the improvement. Well, in fairness, it is an improvement. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> an improvement. It's a little bit more like Italy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's becoming a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was one of the dirty secrets about uh, minority districts. So the one group that bought into minority districts as much as the minorities did was Republicans. Because they said, you know what? We'll give you a minority district. Because then if we create a district like that, we've made the districts around that, the five around it, more Republican-leaning. And that was one of the dirty secrets about uh, minority districts that came along in the 90s. I don't think there's anybody uh, innocent in this uh, mess. No, no. All right, what time is it, Amanda? It's 5.51. Ooh, question oh, we got time. some questions. All right, plenty of time. I got to see what we got here. You've got my questions. Oh. But you have your answers I, I, written I, in. I have my notes already. All right, so what makes you feel unstoppable? All right, this is uh, corny. Okay. My faith in my family. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they give me courage. They, 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 they got my back. Uh, uh, I'm a persistent, I was going to say MF. Yes. But uh, uh, I'm a persistent person. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, but my faith in my family because I've got a backstop. I've yeah. got, you know, a foundation. Amanda? So his answer was really serious and mine is not at all. I cannot wait to hear what, don't say dolphins. <clears throat> no. Okay. The Miami you? Dolphins? No. Like many girls? No, of course no. not. Thank you. <laughs> Sports ball. Come on, please. Um, what makes many girls feel unstoppable I in conversations I've had with my friends is pretty underwear and sexy shoes. Okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing either. Just for the record, yeah. I'm not wearing yeah. either. You, are you a boxer? We didn't are, need are, to know. Are you, are you a boxer guy or a jockey guy? Depends. Uh, depends. It depends. <laughs> depends, yeah. Now, I, my joking answer, I think your answer was perfect and spot on. My joking answer would be bourbon. Bourbon. Right. Bourbon <laughs> makes you feel unstoppable, which is probably a really Minus bad Cabernet, thing. but okay. Cabernet, yeah. Um, next question. Uh, do, you th- do you think dreams have a deeper meaning? No. Amanda? Um... I don't know. I sometimes I feel like dreams get labeled as this like big all knowing, removing the veil sort mm-hmm. of thing, and maybe they can, um, in some forms. But I don't know that every single thing has a deep meaning in a dream. I mean, my daughter just had a dream where she was being chased by spiders. I think that has more to do with her watching Harry Potter than having some sort of deep psychological. Connection with spiders. Epiphany about yes. spiders. My answer is much shorter. No psychobabble. <laughs> so the only thing I will tell you is is a lot of that I, I agree with, but I do think if you dream about people, I, I really actually, and especially if they've, they've passed away, I almost feel like they're visiting you in your dreams. Yeah. I, I almost feel yeah. like they kind of stop by to say hello to you. And it doesn't matter what the dream's about. It's I, that they were kind of in the I dream. don't know why, how, but there's absolutely there's absolutely a spiritual connection to, to the next to the next world. Yeah. I, I I can't define it. Yes. I can't, mm-hmm. but there's just too many. Yeah. 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 I just think that that, that dream, because I, I would tell people, well, they say, well, I had a dream about my mom or my dad who had passed away. And I'm like, well, that's really, they stopped by to see you last night, right? They were able mm-hmm. to kind of connect with you through that. Um, there's been some great answers on here. Uh, Melissa had coffee about what makes her unstoppable. Yep. That's a really good thing. A hug. I would say a hug from my wife, not a hug from Casey. That would not <laughs> make me unstoppable. Make me uncomfortable. Um, well, now that we know you're not wearing underwear, I can understand I, why. I didn't, I didn't say one way or the other. I didn't say a thing. Uh, what is something you're really bad at? Uh, hosting a podcast. I would like to say that that's something I can need a lots of improvement at. But I am Mr. Fix-It. Okay. Uh, carpentry, uh, uh, appliance repair, you know, the, the pool heater. Yeah. Um, my you're, wife, wants, you're bad at all of that. I, I'm terrible. I, I, well, no, I, you can't, to be bad, you have to do it. Yes. And, and, and I don't do it. Okay. Uh, my wife goes to, to Home Depot and she's in the, the aisle and she says to the guy, I need such and such for the, to fix the toilet. He goes, here it is. And, and, uh, here's the part you need and tell your husband. She goes, no, 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 no. no talk no, no. to me. No. Now me, I, I lived. 200 nights plus 250 nights in hotels. So yeah. I would just call the front desk. Call the front desk. Yes. <laughs> Now, uh, Amanda? I am terrible at music trivia. I know lyrics, but I have no idea who sang the song. I have no idea what the band's name was. I don't know the title of the song. I could probably sing it for you. Hang on, I'm, I'm writing no Thursday music, music trivia. trivia. I'm writing this down for Thursday's trivia. Great, um, my singing, I can't sing. I'm horrible. I have yeah. no rhythm. Troy says, I've seen you at the amphitheater, and occasionally you'll clap 
with the the, uh, the rhythm, but it's only an accident. It's not something that's on purpose. <laughs> My wife is an unbelievable singer. Uh, uh, weddings, funerals, concerts, oh, and and uh, I just I I am amazed at a, a person's at that talent that that so many in our community have. Right. A movie that you could watch every day. Casablanca. I think the the scene with uh, where they sing the Marseille. Yes. In in Rick's mm -hmm. uh, American Cafe is is probably my favorite scene in in the movies. And you've got love, you've got war, you've got the quotes are unbelievable in that in that movie. Yeah, I, I look at that scene um, where um, oh gosh the the. Um, the Humphrey Bogart character? Not Humphrey Bogart. Uh, it's the uh, the character uh, Laszlo, Victor Laszlo. Oh, yeah, Victor Laszlo. So yeah. Laszlo goes up to the band, and he's all fired up, right? The Germans are singing their national anthem or the, yep. the national anthem of the, of the Third Reich. And he's like, we're going to play La Marseille. What's the band do? They're all French, but what do they do? They look, they at, look Rick. at Rick. They look at Rick. Because they're like, well, Rick. how should we play this, right? Rick gives him the nod. And Rick gives him the nod. He's, yeah. He knows what's going to happen to him, yep. but he's the guy that makes the sacrifice. Laszlo didn't make the sacrifice. Rick made the sacrifice. His bar got shut down, right? Yep. And he still paid everybody. So. Well, that's because there was gambling. Yes. <laughs> Shot! Shot sure. You're winning. So. I could probably do that entire movie from start. You and I could sit here and do that. I could do the entire movie, movie line for line. Greatest without. movie. Yeah. Greatest movie. <laughs> All right. Um, I could watch Princess Bride every day. That's I another great Princess movie. Bride. Uh, what's the line uh, they keep saying? Inconceivable? No, no. As you wish. As you wish. No. Uh, I've come to kill... Um, my name is Inigo Montoya. My name is Inigo Montoya. That's it. You killed kill my, my father. father. Prepared to die. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I love Stop that line. Yes. I love that line. Yeah, that, that's another great movie. Um, I'll go a little bit funnier on it, right? Uh, Tremors. <laughs> Tremors is just if it's on. That's a really good movie. <laughs> I, I'm like Tremors because I love Kevin Bacon in that. The other one uh, that I thought was hilarious as a kid, and and my brother uh, and I will text each other if it's on. It's a mad, mad, mad world. You missed a mad. And by the way, <laughs> the, the, uh, I'm going to spoil the ending. The W yeah. at the end. The W uh, at the end. My favorite line in that movie is yeah. I think it was Jimmy Durante. Uh -huh. He he he's lying there. Yeah on the side of the road mm -hmm. and there's a metal bucket yeah. and he kicks it and it goes down the hill. Yes. And the line is, well, he kicked the bucket. My, my, my favorite part of that is where they're all trying to figure out how to divide it up. And I, it's not Buddy Hackett, it's uh, Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Winters. And Jonathan he's, he's Winters. He was a cab driver. He was a taxi it, driver. Yeah. Uh, he, was the, he was the driving the truck. The truck. The truck, truck and, and he says, the, we figure this thing 17 different ways and 17 ways. And he takes a step back. And every time we figured this, somebody's and he takes another step back, right? So he's disengaging as he's giving this long speech. And I think it's every man or woman for her son. And he runs to the thing. I was like, it's on. That, that is just one of my favorite scenes of watching them completely break Fabulous down. Fabulous movie. Uh, but that was another. All right, last question. Uh, would you survive a zombie apocalypse? In that I have no flipping idea what a zombie apocalypse is. So it's, I'm thinking you never watch The Walking Dead. No. Never. Okay. I have no flipping clue, so would I survive? I, I don't know. Uh, probably not. I'm slow. We, we've had this, so my boys all started watching The Walking Dead, and then I got watching it, and then they quit, right? And I'm. they've ended some of the series. I got to go back and watch like 10 episodes to catch up, and I'm just like, I think The Walking Dead killed me. I just think I can't, I can't watch yeah. the apocalypse. But one of my sons said, Dad, why would I want to live? Every day, somebody wants to eat you. That's he said, what my dad I, I, says. I, I said, I've got, I'm tapping out on day one, dad. And I'm like, I kind of want to hang around and see what happens. He's like, no, I'm out. I subscribed to BritBox and Acorn so I could watch British 
detective shows. I have I have no interest in in the whole zombie British thing. detective yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have dentistry? <laughs> Do they have a British dentistry show? That's the show I really want to see. Yes, it's five minutes uh, long. And it's <laughs> <laughs> so my dad's a doctor, and he says if the nuke is coming, he's running towards the mushroom cloud. He wants no part of a post-apocalyptic world. And I'm like, you're our medical officer. He's a doctor. Like, you're the one that makes sure that we all make it to you know, carry on the Grigsby name into the future. And he's running for the cloud. We're done. Have you ever seen or read the book or seen the movie On the Beach by Neville Shute? No. It is apocalyptic. Uh, uh, A U.S. submarine in Australia as after following a nuclear war. It's 1960s. I read the book in high school. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, 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 uh, the, your your emotions and your th- the things that that book makes you think through mm-hmm. is r- r- tied to this. Boy, isn't this a fun show? Yeah, we well, read. It was. <laughs> we, we read Alas Babylon, so it was yeah. a different yeah. a different post apocalyptic. Yeah. Um, thank you for all the work that you did at the high school. Oh, it's, uh, listen, the I, voice I, of the Yellow Jackets. It's fun. It's fun. James Guzman and I, we've enjoyed it for, for, for a number of years. Look forward to it. So yeah. WFOI 102.1. And the 904 Now app. The 904 Now app. Sorry, Pete. Uh, Pete. Pete, I tried, Pete. I really did. I'm going to get a text. Casey's not allowed back on the show. But <laughs> no, uh, really do appreciate that. It was a great group of young men. Um, if you got anybody from that team that, you you know, hey, wants to come in and talk about the season in a couple of weeks, um, we'd love to say we, we won't do another show after this week until the first of the year. So if they want to come in and talk or Brian Braddock wants to come I in. I think that'd be a lot of fun. We, we actually yeah. we're looking we're uh, doing a show at five o'clock on uh, uh, next Friday. Are mm-hmm. you on the air then? Next Friday. Mm, Fridays, I'm on. You don't do Fridays. Oh, good. So we're not competing. Uh, I'm an anti-Friday work guy. We're not competing, but we're looking at doing a show at 5 o'clock, WFOY 102.1, with Brian and a couple of players. So uh, kind of a wrap-up. I'd love to do that. Yeah, if they want to come in here and do that, that. we've had a bunch of different high school students in that are involved in various and sundry things at the high school. And by the way, just a shout-out real quickly. Austin Reed, Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, quarterback for St. Augustine High School. He's go, he's going to be at the East West Shrine Game in San Francisco, and he's in the toast the Great Toastery Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina. I think it's the 18th of December on ESPN. The Toastery. Bowl. The Toastery Bowl. Yeah, and then uh, Sammy Edwards, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Edwards' uh, son. Yes, another quarterback. Uh, Sam, at high school. Another quarterback at the high school is is in the running for the Harlan Hill Award, which is mm-hmm. the the uh, Division Two equivalent of the Heisman Trophy. Did he? He's one of did nine he lose or is he still They lost. They yeah. beat they beat the Fighting Okra. Of Delta State, and then they lost to Lenore Ryan, I think it was, in in, in quarters or semis. I can't remember. Okay. But so the Valdosta State is done, but Sammy had an unbelievable year. Good for him. Unbelievable year. Nice and he's in the running for that for that national he used, award. used to play basketball with him and his dad at the Bo Clark Father-Son Basketball Camp. Nice. Really, really nice family. Yeah, so. great. Edward's great family. Yeah. All right. And you'll be here all week? Um, Maybe. We'll see. Okay. All right. Well, Davey's here tomorrow. Yep. So you can at least show up with Davey. I love Davey. Yeah, and then we can figure out what underwear Davey's wearing and if he's got nice shoes on. <laughs> Davey will come in the underwear. <laughs> uh, he probably would. He probably would. All right, this is the Mike Davis Show. Thank you, Casey. Amanda, it's great mm-hmm. to have you back. Thanks. And uh, we will be back tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow morning for the morning show. Bye.